Morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blinka Daily Podcast, where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian I am joined by Trey today. It is Tuesday? No, it's not Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Episode number 596, November 30th, last day of November. Good morning, sir. What's up? Good morning. How's it going, my guy? Oh, it's going. You know, it's already Wednesday. Jeez, I was I was ready to say Tuesday, and yeah. uh, we're only a, we're only a day away from football again already. Yeah, you, you got to get it together, man. No kidding. Me and my hockey team both. Me. Yeah. Playing the spank down so far. We'll see how that you, turns you, out, though. You, you kind of flipped. Yeah, you flipped the table on me yesterday. Although we both kind of lit it up. We we both lit up the scoreboard. Lots of goals, lots of assists last night. Uh, but you had the goalie that did better than mine, and uh, that that turned three categories right there. So, yeah, that's, <coughs> yeah, that's how it goes say, in hockey. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say um, I missed a, a call on starting uh, Demko. I didn't know he wasn't going. Otherwise, I would have started. Uh, I think Swayman was in goal last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I was working late, so when I saw it, I was like, "Damn it, that's that's my bad." Otherwise, I could have two wins on you so far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did Swayman get the win for Boston? I didn't watch very much of that game. I was kind of flipping, flipping around the games a little bit and, you know, hoping, hoping that the Islanders could get one in the cage and I just couldn't, couldn't do it. And then of course the, the total ripoff in Pittsburgh, the penalty that was not called. And uh, then, then two Carolina Hurricanes just leisurely take a leisurely skate down the ice two on zero and, and, uh, Put it past uh, my guy Tristan Jari for the for the overtime winner. Um, you know the the Penguins did me a favor and pushed that thing to overtime with like a minute and a half left, but uh, couldn't make it happen. So yeah, there I sit. And uh, Igor wasn't very good on Monday night. Uh, getting the Hopefully loss Igor's so, not good tonight. Yeah, Igor should be back in goal tonight against Ottawa. We'll see. Uh, but uh, I've been enjoying uh, the ESPN Plus setup is pretty darn sweet for NHL. Um, you know, it, they've always uh, marketed the NHL uh, ice or whatever the, the package is to get all the NHL stuff. But you don't need that anymore. If you've got ESPN Plus, I think there were six six games available last night that you could watch just by uh, streaming ESPN plus. It's pretty sweet. Oh, really? I didn't know they were getting uh, more games lately. That's new. To yeah. Me. Out of market. Out, as long as you're out of market, which for me, I think, I think everybody's out of market. I don't know. I didn't try to watch the, the Kraken game. They might be considered in market yeah. for me. Probably. Did you get some highlights on that? Or like, did you see the scoreboard? At I all? saw the score and in the second period, it was eight to six in the second period. Oh yeah. So just imagine smashing the over on that. Oh man, how what did what did it end up? I did not see what uh, the... last time. I, well, you saw more recent than I because last time I saw it was okay. seven to five. So there's eight six at least. I don't know where it ended up, but I picked up a guy. I streamed a guy for the Kraken just you know for the fun of it. Just I needed a right winger, so I you know threw a dollar in there. Picked up the he had he had two assists last time I looked. Just uh, but who didn't in that game? I guess. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Can had a couple goals, and and you know, I, I I don't know who ended up winning it. I think the Kraken were up eight to six when I saw they they've been pretty good. But uh, thankfully, I, I'm not sure who was in goal 
<laughs> for either team, but I did not start Grubauer if he happened to be in goal in that one. Would would not have been good for my numbers. Yeah, he's definitely should have then. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So uh, Ovechkin, by the way, speaking of hockey, uh, knocks in number 792 and 793. Uh, he passed up the great one in one of the categories, finally finally starting to break down some of Gretzky's records here. He has now scored 403 goals on the road. So uh, breaking Gretzky's record there. So he is uh, – Ovechkin is just – Eight goals away from tying Gordie Howe for number two all time in the in the goal scoring category. He is uh, there's a chance here. He is he's now 101 goals behind the great one uh, for all time. So Ovechkin's 37 years old, I believe, will be 38 before the end of this season. He's on a pace, you know. He's running at about a 50 plus goal per season pace. Uh, if he if he could hang around and and keep doing it, there's a ch- there's a chance. And we thought that this was not one that was ever going to be broken. But uh, you know he could he could hang in there and do it. Uh, you know hockey guys can play up into their forties. He's you know Tom Brady's doing it in football at forty five. So right, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Insane. Uh, it you know popped up yesterday in insane that this is trade sleeper gives you a notification that it's uh, the trade deadline is fast approaching so we have until uh, the Monday night game is completed to get any trades done that are going to get done and it's funny how that message popping up uh, every time you open up your team in the app uh spurs a lot of activity and there was there were one two three four five six trades yesterday uh that went down in insane starting with uh gridirons picking up uh Derek carr for a 2025 first round pick hell yeah interesting that's a long ways out so yeah that sounds good and then he turned around and traded cousins uh, to Squatch for a 2023 second round pick. So he dumps first round in 2025, picks up a second in uh, 2023. And is it an upgrade from car to from Cousins to Car? Is that an upgrade? No. No. I, I feel, I feel it's like going, it's going sideways at the pretty moment. Pretty much sideways is where the way yeah. I see that. Uh, they just moved maybe, up by a year. Yeah, maybe or cars. A year or two. Maybe cars younger. I don't know. I, I, I feel like. I'd scratch car, my head at that one. Car could be in danger of, of, you know, not being a Raider a whole lot longer if they don't win some games. But we'll see. And Cousins, he's always on a one-year deal, I think. Uh, he, he signs these one-year $40 million guarantee contract things. So we'll see how long he's going to be uh, in Minnesota once the uh, playoff collapse comes, which Tang has been predicting uh, since week one. He's ready for it. Uh, and then we had Squatch acquiring Kareem Hunt from Jay to the Bro for a 2025 first and a 2023 second. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I would say that. Uh, so Kareem Hunt, free agent, I believe, at the end of the season. So, you know, I guess if you're looking – Squatch is desperately – he is desperately trying to make sure that he doesn't end up in last place, which he's sitting in last place right now. And 
for those that are not in the insane league, there is a certain, there's a certain something that comes along with last place. You uh, obviously you get to wear uh, the pink, I suck at fantasy football shirt for uh, several pictures throughout the year. But now we've also added the sticker that you must add to the back of your car uh, that also has the matching unicorn that says I suck at fantasy football. And you have to uh, parade around town with that for an entire year. So obviously Squatch is not wanting to be any part of that. So I'm not sure how much that helps him. Hunt hasn't really been, contributing anything and for a first and a second round pick seems like a reach to me uh for that but you know we'll see we'll see but i, I did does jay the bro hang on to the draft picks that's the big question because he turns around and makes another deal you'll like this one this is an interesting deal jay to the bro gets kamara you you like a little kamara and mahomes fries gets debo so kamara for debo straight across Thoughts? Ah, uh, uh, usually I would say that's just a win for Debo, but with that addition of Christian McCaffrey and then uh, Elijah Mitchell coming back, and especially with the emergence of Ayuk uh, lately, I'm unsure. I think if either A, the Saints get a quarterback, or B, they decide that Dennis Allen needs to stop calling plays, I think Kamara would be the safer choice, in my opinion. Even though Kamara's having a I'm doing air quotes down year because yeah. he's had that one big game that kind of vaulted him into wherever he may lie in the running back rankings. Yeah. I still think uh, long term I'm going to take Kamara. I'm going to look at his age really quick before I shoot myself. I want to say 27 or 28. He's up there. Uh, Debo, I like Debo in the long term because of the age. Uh, I don't like Debo's situation as much, like you said right now, uh, with McCaffrey being added and Ayuk's role being more increased. You're always fighting for targets with Kittle. Um, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell is done, uh, for the year. Uh, He's six, out again, six to eight weeks, another knee. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's the same knee or if it's a different knee. It's always a knee with Elijah Mitchell, but yeah, he's, right. so he's, he's done for the pretty much for the year. Well, definitely for the fantasy year. So um, after looking at it, I'm still going to take Kamara cause Debo's only in 26. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like the Debo side. You like Kamara side fair enough. It's a dynasty. So, you know, you're thinking long-term in this one. Um, but you know, Jay to the bro wanted a, a running back and was heavier at wide receiver. Mahomes fries was heavier at running back needed a wide receiver. So it was actually the perfect deal for both of them. I, I like it. It's a win-win for them both. Um, home fries then turns around and this is an interesting one. He trades Isaiah Spiller to your mama for Jamal Williams. Spiller for Williams. So again, thinking long-term it's dynasty. Uh, your Play mama, on. your mama's not making the playoffs this year. He's he's building for the future. Jamal Jamal Williams, you know his clock is uh, ticking uh, always because he's getting up there in age as well. Um, good move for Mahomes because Mahomes um, fries because he gets uh, gets a running back he can use now that's been pretty successful. And uh, you know, like I kind of like it for your mama. Austin Eckler's not going to be around forever. The question, of course, is is Spiller the guy that's going to replace him? Uh, we don't know. I've got him in MSD, holding on to him, but, you know, just taking up roster space right now because he's not contributing anything. And then uh, one more before the end of the day, uh, your mama gets Tyler Higby. The Vikings defense 
2023 second, a 2024 third for Adam Thielen and David Njoku, who go to uh, Jade the Bro. So then he, um, you know, I kind of, I don't know. Njoku, I kind of like Njoku, I guess, in this with Deshaun Watson coming in, Tyler Higbee. uh, Who knows what Matthew Stafford's status is for now and forever. Uh, And then, of course, you get the the short-term rental of Adam Thielen for however much you can get out of him. He had a really good week last week and has been more involved. Uh, Jay the bro is competing now. He's, he's trying to get a title now. So kind of like it, kind of like it on his side and your mama gets some draft picks and, and, you know, a, a tight end that's going to, Higby's going to be around. It's just a matter of whether, you know, in the future, what, what Stafford's role is with the Rams. And, you know, this thing kind of sounds a little bit serious with Stafford where he is, um, you know, has lost some feeling in some of the extremities. So it may not be necessarily a concussion thing. It might be more of the, he's dealt with back issues. He's dealt with neck issues. Um, this could be, you know, kind of a serious thing. He's made a ton of money. Uh, do you keep running yourself out there uh, when you don't need to? He's got a title. Could we be looking at a Stafford retirement? Uh, I mean, you could say that. I mean, like you say, he doesn't really have much else to prove anymore these days. I think he's accomplished a good amount. Um, he would kind of put the uh, Rams into a tough situation, retiring just out of the moment, you know, because <laughs> yeah, as you're aware, they gave up a lot of, like, capital to get him and stuff like lot. that. So. Uh, the Lions and then we have to really, listen. Yeah, the Lions are really looking forward to that draft pick. Right, then we got to listen to Stinky cry for a year or two about that. So, oh, God. Say, but, hey, you never know. Derek Carr could be available for him. Could so be. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. slide him right in. They could just give up uh, the next four years worth of draft picks and, and get him, too. I was looking at also not only do the, do the Lions benefit from uh, what's going to be a really good Rams draft pick, how about uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the deal they made? They get New Orleans draft pick this year. So they are – 10 and one right now, uh, you know, yeah, looking to like make a run at the Super pick. Bowl and they're going to have a top five pick probably. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy. So I went a little different today. Uh, normally I do just uh, rankings. Last week I did MSD rankings. Uh, you know, previous to that I'd done um, insane rankings. Today I went a little uh, in a little different direction and I ranked them myself. And this is just my personal thoughts and predictions based on matchups and who's playing who this week and and I how I think it's going to fall so it's uh it's kind of like uh I can go back uh on Tuesday and I can see you know how these guys so we'll start at top end and you can you can uh heck it is a joke heck it is definitely a joke <laughs> it always impresses oh, yeah, yeah. Me. it always impresses yeah. me how you can I was like how, I was like how, how the hell I was like, how the hell did you see that? And I was like, oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> it impresses me how you can send messages while we're recording because uh, I can't multitask yeah, so, like that. <laughs> some, sometimes I lose focus. That's why I go, huh? What'd you say? Uh, what? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. Yes. Like that Like that whole little feeling thing I blacked out for. So yeah. if you ask me to repeat what just happened, like within the last two minutes of you talking, I don't remember. I, was, I did hear you say about your rankings of KFL, or excuse me, I don't remember which league, but MSD compared to this league. So I'm excited to hear your rankings for this week, sir. 
yes, these are predictions. These are just straight predictions. Uh, is this what, all your what, what I think. No, this is what I think will happen in general in fantasy. In the NFL? Football. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay in the okay. NFL. Based on who guys are uh, matched up against. So starting at tight end, I've got Dawson Knox uh, at number 12, tight end number 12. Uh, tight end is such a joke anyway who cares about the tight end but Knox I won't spend any time on it Knox against the Patriots is gonna, on Thursday night is going to be the number 12 tight end on the week Friermuth is going to be number 11 versus the Falcons uh, Mark Andrews is going to be number 10 taking on a tough Denver defense uh, Cole Komet will come in at nine versus the Packers uh, Tyler Higby will come in at eight versus Seattle I'm not sure who's going to be throwing the ball to him so that might be a reach uh, Evan Ingram is going to bounce back and score a touchdown and come in at number seven versus the Lions. This is once you get into the top seven, uh, all these guys are going to score a touchdown. That's how you get <laughs> that's how you get in the top seven at the tight end is you have to score a touchdown. Uh, so number six is going to be Her- Hayden Hurst against the Chiefs. Uh, number five is going to be Njoku against the Texans. Uh, number four is going to be Hawkinson versus the Jets. Uh, number three will be Dalton Schultz versus the Colts. Uh, number two will be Kittle versus the Dolphins. And uh, shocker, this is going to blow everyone's mind. Number one, the number one tight end on the week will be Travis Kelsey versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Huh, never would have predicted that. <laughs> uh, the one thing you can count on in fantasy football is Kelsey will be the tight end one. That's just how it works. Uh, so a little more, we'll get a little more interesting here in the wide receivers as we go into wide receivers. I think Christian Kirk is going to have a little bit of a bounce back week facing the number 31 pass defense of the Detroit Lions. He's going to come in at number 12. Um, number 11 will be uh, Chris Godwin uh, versus the Saints. He had a great week last week, uh, maybe a top, I'm pretty sure top five week last week. Um, so he will be uh, against the Saints. Funny thing that I have to point out, right? So I'm in this uh, this uh, uh, league, standard scoring league, right? Redraft, old school. And I had two guys, two wide receivers. I had uh, Chris Godwin and I had, oh, who was my other receiver? Oh, Christian Watson. Christian Watson. So they both had, they both had a touchdown. They both had... 110 yards receiving one had 12 receptions and one had four receptions and guess which one outscored the other Mm, Watson yeah Watson scores 23 points and Chris Godwin scores 22 this is what's wrong with standard scoring leagues (laughs) You should not be awarding the same. And there were bonuses, right? Because Watson had the 50-yard touchdown, right? And when you get a touchdown over 40 yards or a touchdown over 50 yards, you get a certain bonus number of points. But a guy catching versus a guy catching four balls when they have the same number of touchdowns, the same exact number of yards, that guy should not be beating the guy with 12 receptions. Just That's just not the way it should be. So I just wanted to point that out to my – uh, standard scoring league peeps out there that listen to the show that uh, you know something needs to be looked at there because that is case in point should not uh, ever happen but Godwin will come in at 11 versus the Saints Tyreek is going to be number 10 versus the Niners this is going to be a challenge but uh, I think this is going to 
actually be kind of a high-scoring game. Number nine. This is uh, a reach here. Justin Jefferson's going to finish at number nine. He's got to deal with Sauce Gardner this week and the Jets. So we'll see. Uh, you know, he's been uh, – Jefferson's been a little bit up and down in these tougher matchups. So obviously, the Cowboys really shut him down. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a shutdown in this one. Uh, Christian Watson will get in the end zone again. Uh, he's going to finish number eight versus the Bears. He's been on fire. CeeDee Lamb. Uh, will, will be number seven versus the Colts. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to break free on the road, right? So this hasn't happened. He did have the big site game, uh, but he has not had a game over, I believe, three receptions yet on the road. He's going to break out against the Texans with his guy, Deshaun Watson, throwing him the ball. He's going to come in at number six. Number five, bounce back week. Debo Samuel is going to finish five this week. Uh, there's going to be a lot of points scored against the Dolphins. Just think that's going to be the way it's going to go. Amon Ross St. Brown comes in at number four versus the Jaguars, another high-scoring affair. Uh, Stephen Diggs on tomorrow night will have uh, his usual steady, consistent night. He's going to go over 100. He's going to get two touchdowns against the Patriots. A.J. Brown, uh, the way that you beat the Titans, and this is going to be tricky for the Eagles because they just got done running 300-plus yards uh, last week, but they're going to have to pass the ball a little bit, and A.J. Brown is going to be extra involved, and he's actually going to hang on to the ball. No fumbles this week, A.J. Hang on to it. Um, two weeks in a row, he's lost fumbles, so he comes in number two, and this one is the no-brainer of the week. Uh, when they met in week one, uh, Devontae Adams, I believe, had maybe 15 catches on 17 targets or 17 catches on 19 targets or something like that against the Chargers and a couple of touchdowns, so he's going to be your wide receiver one uh, versus the Chargers. Did I did I miss anybody? Did I leave anybody out on that list? <clears throat> no, that's not pretty accurate for wide receiver rankings, I would say. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. You know, there's always, like, five guys that come out of nowhere that, uh, uh, you know, shock the world and make the rankings. Uh, did you – hold on, wait again. Did you say Jamar Chase at all? No Jamar Chase coming back oh. from the injury. Uh, and this and that's interesting, right? Because uh, – and you'll see when I get to my quarterbacks, but I don't have any Bengals or Chiefs in the top 12 uh, wide receivers. Which is probably, that's probably a mistake, although uh, good luck predicting which Chief – you know, Kelsey's going to be the number one tight end, and he's going to uh, probably – he would probably finish like the number three wide receiver. Um, so you kind of got to count him, but I don't know who's going to do the damage for Kansas city. And, you know, this could easily be a Tyler Boyd week. You know, T Higgins was great last week, uh, but Jamar chase waters it down a little bit. So, you know, we'll see, but I think that's going to be a a crazy game to watch. Uh, Is any chance that chiefs Bengals is maybe Sunday night or. Uh, They actually flexed um, chargers dolphins to Sunday night. No, Chargers play the Raiders. Uh, oh, Niners, oh, really? Dol- Niners, Dolphins. Hold on, no. Maybe I was looking at it wrong week because I saw something about it. Uh, yeah, Chargers, uh, Dolphins might be next week. Yeah, week fourteen. Aha, they got me. Aha, uh-huh. aha, uh-huh, they got me. Now I'm unsure then. 
So how about week 14? There's six teams on bye during week 14. How stupid is that? NFL? Yeah, I got desperate and had to go pick up friggin' Melvin Gordon off the waiver wire. That's Oof. how desperate I Yeah, I have all my all my, all my my running backs on bye that week. Surprising. Yeah, you only have like have. 13 of them. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, right. The Most of them are in the top 10. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're all on a bye that week. But, yeah, so week 14 will be interesting. Yeah, hopefully this uh, – hopefully this – uh, Bengals Chiefs is on something in prime time, but we'll see. Uh, right. I, haven't, I haven't looked that close. I'll go over those uh, when when we hit our matchups on Thursday and Friday. So, starting at the running back position, number twelve, I've got versus the Chiefs coming in at number twelve. Surprise here, number eleven. Number eleven is going to be Benny Snell versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I don't know. Wait, it's wait, wait, it's a Benny reach. Snell? It's a reach because you know. Yeah, hell of a reach. I'd Najee say. Harris might play, so obviously that's you know that goes right out the window if Najee plays. But I'm banking on the fact that Najee's not going to play. Snell looked really good in the time that he was on the field against the Colts, and it is the Falcons. So you know, I factored a few things. Uh, Pierce is going to bounce back against the Browns' bad run. He's going to come in at. Number 10, Kenneth Walker will be number nine versus the Rams. Uh, Tony Pollard bounces back on, I feel like this is a Sunday, the Sunday night game, Cowboys versus the Colts. Uh, Pollard bounces back, has a big game against the Colts at number eight. Rashad White uh, for the Buccaneers will uh, be number seven versus the Saints. Derrick Henry, um, in a in a negative game script, they're still going to use him enough versus the Eagles for him to get number six. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to run all over the Bears at number five. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is going to be the only guy in town for the Patriots uh, against the Bills uh, tomorrow night. So he's going to come in all the way at number four. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Austin Eckler at number three versus the Raiders. Uh, Nick Chubb will run all over the Texans uh, at number two. And in the surefire of the week, of course, he has to play. He has to play in this one. And, you know, it's already come out that he will not be practicing all week and hopes to play on Sunday. But Josh Jacobs against the Chargers is the best running back matchup uh, in the history of running back matchups uh, to be your number one uh, running back coming off of, you know, 200 and, 30 yards rushing and you know 60 yards receiving and 39 touches. So uh, Jacobs is the lock of the week. As long as he plays, uh, if he doesn't play, then obviously everything gets shuffled a little bit. Did I miss anybody there? Did I miss any of your guys? Mm, no, nah, you got it pretty. You got it pretty well outside of your Benny Snell thing. I don't know about that. But... <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll see if I get him here in the waivers in a minute. Um, you know, threw out a couple. Uh, Zonovan White is the is the hot name right now for the Jets because uh, Michael Carter sprained his his ankle. Um, so we'll see. Um, he was the he he's been so far the number one picked up running back uh, off of waivers. The I can't imagine that he made it through the wire without J. Lev grabbing him or somebody. Um, oh, he didn't even get. Uh... He didn't get picked up in our league, I don't think. Okay. All right. Well, inside information. He'll get the quarterback. To the quarterback position, 
Uh, number 12, coming in at number 12 will be Geno Smith versus the Rams. The Rams just have nothing left. Uh, Jared Goff will come in at number 11 versus Jaguars in, in a high-scoring game. Number 10. Number 10, and notice that Tua is not even going to be in here. Jimmy G is going to come in at number 10 versus the Dolphins in what, again, will should be a high-scoring game. Um, Deshaun Watson in his return will come in at number nine versus the Texans. Just kidding. Kang picked him up already. He got him. Yeah. See, somebody got him. They knew. Somebody was paying attention. Um, Josh Allen will come in at number eight versus the Patriots in what will be a little bit lower scoring than, than we're used to. Lamar Jackson coming in at number seven versus the Broncos. He'll just run a lot. Uh, Jalen Hurts at number six versus the Titans. Going to have to pass a little bit more in this one. So a little lower number on his running totals. Mike White coming in at number five. He was uh, top five quarterback last week. He will be uh, a top five quarterback again this week. Justin Herbert uh, at number four versus the Raiders in what will be a high-scoring game. Trevor Lawrence coming in at number three versus the Lions. This is good a shootout I think uh, all games versus the Lions are and it's in Detroit which is even more helpful because the Lions score more in Detroit which makes the other team and then my number two and number one no big surprise here Joe Burrow at number two versus the Chiefs and Holmes at number one versus the Bengals this thing should be uh, you know another classic uh, Chiefs Bengals matchup uh, where these two teams just go back and forth Probably, I probably should have had some T. Higgins in there in my top 12, maybe a Tyler Boyd. Jamar Chase, you just never know coming off of injuries like this what what their role will be, so it's hard to make that prediction. And somebody uh, for the for the Chiefs should be uh, involved, whether it's Juju getting – Juju didn't get a lot of work last week, so – um, we'll see what his role looks like if they increase it a little bit. But uh, what do you think? Did I uh, did I miss any quarterbacks you think should be in that top twelve? I mean, you had Mike White in there, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> new the new starting quarterback for the New York Football right. Jets. Yeah. So what do you got on what do you got on tap today? Are you at work right now? Are you just doing no, no day off, day off today. Uh, what's on tap today is. Well, it's a little cold out, honestly. It's uh, I think we're sitting at about 26 degrees, 25. So yeah. I think I'm going to sit in the house. Uh might go get some lunch a little bit with Ryan. Um, little Culver's, huh? No, 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 no. I think today's, um, I think we're going to go to, um, we, I took you there, Tompkins or something. Tompkins, like yeah, a little some yeah. wings. Get some wings. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah they got, uh, there's a couple wing deals today. So I might uh, actually hit that up just because it's yeah. a little cheaper. Yeah, so cheese curds. yeah, cheese, gotta get some cheese curds in there too. Of course, of course, of course. So Ryan's day off too, or does he? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. He's the manager, right? He he runs the place, so yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he can take a long lunch if he needs to. Yeah, he's off today too. So yeah, we're gonna uh, go. We're gonna kind of scout out our plans for a wing, you know, wing Wednesday. So there's wing a Wednesday. deal so- somewhere. So we're gonna do all that. No covers today. I had, I had covers on uh, Sunday already. So. Nice. Um, that uh, unfortunately, since you left, they actually brought back something called the buffalo buffalo chicken tenders, and they're oh. actually uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to try those; they're pretty good. 
They also had some sort of special burger there that yeah, the curd burger. The curd burger did it. It goes really fast, right? Yeah, that's already sold out. Yeah, yeah. Limited quantities. Yeah, so yeah, gotta like the butter burger. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. So (laughs) send me one FedEx. Uh, Hopefully, it survives there. (laughs) See if it can make it. (laughs) Uh, What do you got going on outside of school? You working your other jobs there? Yeah, got. I got Wednesday's long day, so I gotta work. at the restaurant tonight after after work here so it'll be kind of a long day weather's kind of the same here we've got it's a little warmer we're in the 30s here but uh it we had some snow last night and then it got really windy uh which Mm. i don't care for the wind as much and it's still kind of windy and it's supposed to kind of rain all day and then uh about four o'clock start transitioning back to the snow so we're kind of in that uh wintry mode right now not, not a lot of fun. That dark drive to work is always interesting when you don't know. I, I have a little, I have an older car, uh, 2008, that doesn't have the uh, the temperature gauge on it. So you never really know uh, what the temperature outside is uh, from one place to the other. So you don't know if the ground is frozen. Or not. It's a pretty, pretty dark path between uh, Bend and Redmond, which is about 20 minutes apart. So always enjoy that that drive into work but uh yeah so i got a long one long one ahead but it's fun you know i enjoy my wednesday nights i get to catch up with the guys and and uh talk sports all night while we're working a little bit and you know it's been pretty slow at the restaurant so a lot more time to chat it up and do that sort of thing I look forward to my wednesday nights make a little make a little cash and, and get out of there gotcha yeah. All right. Well, I got I got meetings today, so I don't I don't get to uh, situation. I got to uh, meet about uh, misbehaving children here in a couple minutes and <laughs> come come up with some plans. So <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna do it for me. So you're you're out for tomorrow, but you'll be back on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'm out. Uh, long day, and then uh, Friday I'll have a uh, should be more of a chill day. I have a half day because I worked uh, long yesterday. I worked till uh, it would be uh, nine Eastern. So yeah, it was a long little long little day. So I is actually that double up. You still doing doing the two different jobs or yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, I actually I actually took a quite a few days off this week just because you got to burn them so uh yeah i got a little bit more free time you know just to sleep in or what have you so yeah i've been taking advantage of that cool all right well we'll see you on friday then and i'll uh i'll go over the morning games tomorrow go over some waiver wires we've got uh the guillotines will be uh will, will be running the wire the wire will be running tomorrow i'll go over uh who's left in those it's getting kind of getting kind of dicey because there's not a lot of money left in the guillotine so the bids these bids that were once in the hundreds are now in the uh less than 10 usually uh for top name guys so and the rosters are getting full you can only fit so many guys uh on there and then you get stuck with these difficult decisions between you know do you start uh Devontae adams or deandre hopkins you know those types of situations that uh are hard to predict as well so and we'll see we'll see how my predictions come out here uh thought i would do something a little different this this week just for just for the fun of it and you know, you know probably be i'll probably be at about 20 percent. i would guess is the way it usually works and hopefully my team uh, I'm, I'm not going to do a lot of rebounding 
in that hockey tonight because you know how the NHL works. There's only a couple games tonight, so not a lot of guys on the ice. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we both don't really have too uh, big of a lineup today, but we'll not, see. Not much going on. So at, least you, at least you got a goalie, so that works for you. Maybe. Maybe it's a good thing to have a goalie. We'll see how he does. <laughs> it might might work against me. Uh, right. I'll start filling my minimums anyway. All right, let's get out of here. For the Fantasy Blink, everybody have a great Wednesday out there. I'm the Commish, he's Trey, and we are over and out. Later, guys. <laughs>